Hey, 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 this is Edward, and you're listening to the Dreamcatcher Quest podcast. This show is about conversations with people who have magically and smartly achieved their dreams, their bucket lists, and life goals. Anyway, I hope you'd enjoy this episode, and happy dream catching! In 2011, I met two important people who ushered me into serious bucket listing. It was on July 10, 2011, when I attended a seminar on how to become a virtual assistant. The seminar was held in the Maxim Hotel in Escario, Cebu City, and it was held by Mr. Jomar Hilario. I initially found his offer online, and to be honest, I, I felt quite bad about uh, this seminar because it was actually expensive for a fresh graduate like me during that time. But then something magical happened uh, and there were a lot of people who didn't register for that event. So since Mr. Hilario already had the flights and hotels booked, he had to push through even at break even. So in the end, I was able to snag the 1,000 pesos registration fee. Uh, That's around $20. And it shrunk from the original 11,000 pesos, if I remember right. Anyway, I attended the seminar and it was very eye-opening. Digital nomadism was still in its early conception back then. And I was lucky to meet someone who was into this you know, new frontier. I was so amazed uh, because during that time, there, was, there were the buzzwords like work anywhere, have time and financial freedom, or or make your business online. And if you could only see me during that moment sitting there, uh, my jaw was literally dropping from hearing all of those you know, concepts. I, w- I was really in awe. So, so I thought that there must be a way to travel and work at the same time. And th- that was a real re- eureka moment for me. By the end of the seminar, the speaker made a raffle draw and two people would win two books centered on being a digital nomad. And I cannot really remember what one of those books were, but the other book that stuck to me was the one he was holding in his hand, colored orange, <laughs> orange-colored book. And it was The 4-Hour Work Week by Timothy Ferris. I didn't win any of those books from the raffle draw, but I sure kept my eye on The 4-Hour Work Week. And so Mr. Hilario was about to leave and he invited me and a couple of participants for for dinner. So off we went and I was amazed at the size of his luggage because he hadn't actually brought any. He was in Cebu for like three days and he just brought with him his small backpack which contained his laptop, his camera, his tablet and some other electronics. So I told myself that I want to travel very light like that in the future. And he mentioned that oftentimes in his travels, he would just bring his office with him, his office. And then for his apparel, he would visit, you know, he would visit every city and buy from there. And then if he needed to, he would leave them behind in the accommodations where he would stay if necessary. So I fell in love with that idea. And so after we parted ways, I I thought that, you know, I, I need to have a copy of that for our work week book. And great enough, I was able to get the audio version of it. So from one mentor, now I jumped to another mentor 
which is Timothy Ferris through that book. And after listening to that audio book, I, I became a disciple. So the book is a really controversial in a way, and it's, it's really kind of thought-provoking. And I invite you to read it. I, I enjoyed it so much because most of the economic concepts he discussed, like you know Parkinson's law or the Pareto principle, have been some things I have already encountered in the university during my economics classes. But I never really saw life applications of these concepts. And, you know, when I saw this life applications of these concepts, uh, it would surely turn your world upside down. But I don't want you to listen to me being a fanboy of, of this, you know. I want to focus on one question that I found in the book that have guided me in how I inched towards my dreams in life. And here is the question. Do you really need a million dollars to live like a millionaire. And this is a game changer. The more I allowed this question to echo in my head over the years, I came to the conclusion, at least in my life, that the answer is no. A big N-O. I don't need a million dollars to live a millionaire's lifestyle. But if you ask me, so, so how do you do it? I always go back, truly, to asking myself, Again and again, um, I, I do some self-questioning. So I ask myself, what is important to you or, or what excites you? And once I have those answer or answers uh, to those questions, it will lead me to ask, so, so what does it take to make a specific dream become a reality? And here's the fun part. I tested this self-questioning and as per evaluation to what I have achieved in life, most of my dreams, even the most expensive ones in people's eyes, are in reality, they cost so much less, way less than expected. So let's start computing, okay? So for example, horseback riding for 30 minutes is equal to one Starbucks venti cup, all right? Or climbing Grand Sasso in Italy is equal to preparing breakfast and lunch for several friends, plus harvesting fresh tomatoes and lettuce, which we planted in the backyard. <laughs> so that's, that was my payment. Scuba diving in Samal Island um, twice. Scuba diving twice in Samal Island in Davao. Um, that's around 30 to 40 meters dive. And I enjoyed the underwater coral reefs. So that is equal to three cups of coffee in Starbucks, all right? How about staying overnight in a beautiful island with turquoise water and white sand-shifting sandbars, all right? It's also known as Kalangaman Island. It costs like around three movie tickets per person if you are like 10, all right? So just go with 10 people. <laughs> How about meeting the Shiwakucha tribe in the Amazon rainforest and spending a night served with their best chicken dish? Uh, they stew it in tomato sauce and serve it with homemade chicha. How much? I had to just speak about my experience and present it in an online forum. And that was it. Or finally riding a modern-day pirate ship designed you know, with sails, masts, and, and it, you know, we rode this ship from Florinopolis to the middle of the sea with new friends from all over the world. 
how much is that? We were partying all together. The money that I paid for that came from editing 10 videos. It's, it's very easy to say yes, but it all happened to me. But then it can happen to you as well. Of course, I still have that imposter syndrome lurking around in my brain. <laughs> and its favorite time to pop up is right before the climax of any exciting event. But man, you got to start taming that beast inside your head and use its energy to propel you to achieve your dreams. I am still not a millionaire, but I don't particularly care anymore to be one. From my experience, most dreams can be had with a mixture of sincere friendship, a heritage or cultural exchange of, you know, of some sort, or an exchange of skills for time, for money, or for flight tickets. The point is, don't wait for an X amount of money before you start to make your dreams come true. Look around you. Maybe there are things you can sell or things you can do best that no one else can. Or maybe you have friends who need help with something in exchange for a flight ticket. <laughs> who knows? Be creative. It's, it's time to start looking around for the blessings that you have received. Your talents. Your, I don't know. There are a lot of blessings you know, that you have. Give and you will receive. Indeed, the, the best way to start catching your dreams is making an authentic relationship with other human beings. And the exchanges come naturally, sometimes even without any bargaining at all. So to end this episode, I'd like to ask, what dream are you working on and how much does it cost in time, skill, money, or an exchange of knowledge? Exchange value for value. That's, that's the whole gist of this. You know, the 10 videos that I edited for a friend when I went to, to Brazil was equal to th three weeks of bonding in Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo, and Florianopolis, Brazil. You, I could really say this. You are already wealthy. So go spend your riches in exchange for meaningful adventures. <laughs> Happy dream catching. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dreamcatcher Quest. And please don't forget to subscribe to get notified of new episodes and get inspired to make your dreams a reality. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the whole world to me if you could rate and review Dreamcatcher. And to be always in the loop, please visit our website at my.dreamcatcher.quest. So thanks again and I'll see you next time. Happy dream catching.